Welcome, Faith family, to our After the Message panel discussion. Uh, we uh, uh, appreciate you tuning in today to, uh, to uh, watch us uh, and then to talk about the message uh, that Kyle just brought to us today. Just amazing. I'm still kind of processing like I always do <laughs> some of the things that he said. But let's start off uh, with the question of how did today's exposition, how was it good for your heart? So, Kent, we'll start with you. Okay, so there was a couple comments that Kyle made. One of them that really stuck with me was when he said that we have to attach our loyalty and our hope with another kingdom. And so, you know, as a red, white, and blue mm -hmm. American raised to, to have pride in my nation, I realized that I've got a kingdom and a nationality that is far superior to any um, kind of commitment that I have to America, and that is to my Savior who has bought me with his blood. And, uh, and I just really liked additionally how he said, for us everything is a war, but for God everything is a, is a reenactment because he knows all. And so we see a sovereign God that is in control of everything. And we can rest in that no matter what is happening in my life, what's happening in the world, that I can rest in my Savior, that he is sovereign, that he is in control, and he knows what, what's best as he ushers history to the culminating event where he's going to bring his church back to himself. Yeah. Daniel? Uh, I'm not a big believer in alliteration, but it just kind of worked out that way as I've been thinking about it, is dealing with stress and significance. So the stress, you know, as I see, uh, these are stressful times of the rise and fall of empires, political ambitions, conflict, uh, wars. And, uh, you know, it, it, I like how he drew that to our own fighting rings, the stresses that we deal with, whether it's watching the news and seeing the injustice in the world and even in our own nation and feeling helpless in that, or uh, it's just even the frustrations of my own life having to deal with people and conflicts. And uh, it's just, again, it's just uh, one of the reasons I love Daniel and I love this big picture stuff is it really, it's like, it's like reading Tolkien and realizing you're just a little hobbit. <laughs> yes, I, my nerd card, I was talking about Star Trek earlier. Yes, Go ahead and laugh at me, yeah. that's okay. And Star Wars. You know, we're, I'm just, we're just, exactly, we're just little, little hobbits and we're part of something bigger though. Yeah. And God has something for us and it puts all of our stresses and our disappointments into perspective to realize that if we're part of Christ's kingdom through faith, we are part of something that's going to outlast every empire and power. And then as far as our, our craving for significance, uh, those of us who have careers or we're in the army or mm -hmm. we're just thinking, why am I here? We're often tempted to find our, our, our significance, our value in our accomplishments, mm -hmm. what we do, what we accomplish. And it's just so good to have that in perspective and be like, whether you're Alexander the Great or you're Cyrus or whatever, it doesn't matter. If you don't, if you don't accomplish something for God, it doesn't matter. And then the great thing about uh, seeking to accomplish for God is he doesn't, he doesn't promise you success. Like Kyle and I have to talk about this, remind this our, ourselves all the time. Our obligation is just to be faithful. faithful. We know right. the truth. Our obligation is to be faithful, to obey that and treasure that. And we leave the success and the results in God's hands. So as we deal with the, the stress of uh, world events and events in our own lives, this kind of a big picture sovereignty of God is a comfort. Mm -hmm. And then also as we're th just craving significance in our own life, what could be better significance than seeing our little lives as part of God's bigger plan? Yeah, yeah. yeah well said. He uh, brought up seven truths through here. And I'm... I mean, we could just spend a bunch of time yeah. on those. We, we don't have that time. So think about one in particular. What is it? Why did it grab your attention or which one gra grabbed your attention? Why? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with it? 
So the one that, well, they all grabbed my attention. Yeah. But <laughs> the one that was the most, I think, um, fascinating um, from a historical perspective was when he made the comment that God allows empires to rise and fall to further the spread of his gospel. And as I was kind of thinking as, as he exposited and was looking at the ram and the goat and the kingdoms and the Persians and the Greeks, and all of these events were sovereignly ordained by God leading, leading up to the, the Roman kingdom ultimately at the time frame that Christ would be born would be the perfect time. So you had the Pax Romana, the Roman peace that was spread throughout the entire known world and the road system. And so, you know, once we have you know, Christ resurrected, ascended, you have the diaspora, the persecution that happened, and everybody took that gospel message out to the world throughout the Roman system, the Roman roads, and it spread everywhere so that Kent Shepherd could hear the gospel in 2011 and be saved. Mm -hmm. So I, I just see God's sovereign hand written all over the nations that rise and fall so that he can call his elect to himself, and I just I, I praise my Savior, and that's just such a, a great, wonderful hope for me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a hope in, in evangelism, knowing that, that God is still calling people to himself to bring people to Faith Family Church to bring the gospel to them. So it just reminds me to continue to be faithful and that he's got everything under control. Yes, yes the historian in me loves that, that, that stuff. There's so many great points. The one that really jumped out to me is the last one. Uh, and this is just a, a great way that Kyle brought this to Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, those of you who are here at Faith Family know that Kyle and I have frequently talked about gospel-centered preaching uh, and Christ-centered preaching. And now there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. And some guys who've been real trained in their hermeneutics are like, oh, watch out, don't read God Christ in there. Like, that's right, there's a wrong way to do it. But there's a right way as well, fitting it into the bigger picture, drawing those comparisons to Christ that are so important. Otherwise, you've got a really great uh, lecture on right. the original meaning of a passage, but it's not bringing it uh, uh, to where we need to be as, as either Christians here in the body of Christ or people who want to know how this relates to their eternal soul and, and how he drew that that distinction of how Christ faced the ultimate foe mm -hmm. he faced the ultimate conflict so that he could and, and I love I was just drawn by the irony yeah. there of how he basically refused to fight the, the that evil power mm -hmm. right. so that he could be defeated and ultimately win the ultimate victory and that's the, right. that's the gospel that's our the only way that any of us who have all fallen short as Kyle alluded to that listen in God's great standard we've all fallen short right. we are all that rebel uh, ruthless leader that's shaking our fist at God in one way or another, so either subtly or blatantly, and our greatest need is forgiveness. And so he sent Jesus Christ to be our great champion, and, and he is going to bring an ultimate solution to the ills of this world um, and in his good sovereign plan. And since we have that assurance of forgiveness and we, we seek to give that to others, uh, that gives us just great hope that God has it all planned out. Yeah. I, uh, I like that poem mm. that... Um, so. that Alexander and Jesus comparison. Mm -hmm. And we see what the world can give, mm -hmm. the maximum amount that the world can, or we can see what the kingdom of God gives. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that, that, was a, that was just an amazing, I'd never, it just kind of clicked yeah, when, right. you know. Um, so final question, are you looking forward to next Sunday, getting together? <laughs> Absolutely. It's been far too long. I just miss seeing everybody's faces. I miss kids running around here. Um, I just miss the, the, the public uh, singing and worship. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, coming together as a body is such a beautiful mm -hmm. picture of what it's going to be for eternity when we're united with our Savior. So I look forward to seeing everybody next week. And, uh, yes. and I just continue to pray for us that we would grow as a church and glorify our Savior. Yes. Now, 
as, as a as a natural introvert, I don't think I've endured the same stress that You're some people have through this. Yeah, I'm a high functioning introvert. I know it's a loud, a loud, talkative introvert, but yes, it, it is true. Um, so I've I've been okay, but like I still have been craving for us to get back together again. Uh, it's just not the same to try to keep touch with people by email or text or even uh, it's been fun to do these little uh, sermons, preach to the camera and know that we're still as best as we can mm -hmm. feeding the flock uh, as the best that technology will allow given the circumstances. But it's special. There's just something about being face-to-face uh, -face with each other and even if that has to be through a mask for a certain amount of time mm -hmm. and six feet away, whatever, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It will be special to be all together. And I hope that's one of the takeaways uh, even Kyle alluded it to in his to it in his prayers that hopefully we we sense that we have a little bit of spiritual atrophy hopefully mm -hmm. we've been folk we've been using some of the downtime to study God's word and to to have more of a ministry of prayer but hopefully we've noticed that some of our spiritual muscles have atrophied and that we haven't been able to be involved in each other's lives and actually gather together and hopefully that 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 reinforces the importance of that that gathering together as much as as possible yeah. You know, being, I guess, the newest member, obviously, up here, it was like we, we came for a oh, few yeah. Sundays, and right. then here we've had this lockdown. I cannot wait. Yeah. I don't know everybody's names, obviously, and some I don't even know faces, but I'm going to make a point, and I am an introvert, but I am going to make a point. No. <laughs> I'm going to make a point to, uh, to just, you know, Mm -hmm. Be with the body. Yes. Enjoy being with my, yeah. my brothers and sisters in Christ. Absolutely. So, we look forward to next uh, Sunday with great anticipation. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.